0: Welcome to the Finding Union podcast. This is a co-creation of divine guidance, ineffable intelligence, and the human identities of the bringers of change to activate a remembering within humanity with the information shared. The topics and the words spoken in these episodes will allow for the activation within each individual to create a deeper connection with others, self, and ultimately creator bringing new perspectives this podcast will trigger a greater understanding to what the human experience's purpose is as you continue to listen to these conversations you will be activated into purging the falsities of your mind allowing your identity to dissolve bringing more authenticity into your daily life Here you will receive universal downloads, consciousness, and a place of remembering the true love of unconditional source connection. Thank you from all spaces throughout the universe for allowing yourself to connect deeply with the information being shared. Here is your host, conduit of universal truth, Danielle Butler.
1: Mm, Welcoming Gillian Kane to today's um, episode on the Finding Union podcast. Gillian is a conscious healer who specializes in love, sexuality and spirituality. Thank you so much for making the time to come on today's episode.
2: No, my pleasure. I'm excited.
1: I'm excited too.
2: (laughs) We've got some juicy topics to talk about that's super relevant and um yeah i'm looking forward to getting into
1: it yeah well i really resonate to all of the work that you do and i feel that we have a lot of common threads um and the main topics that i we sort of discussed that might be really juicy yummy ones to talk about is around relationships and sexuality and um how that is weaved into uh, I guess some of the teachings that we both do and how we could express and bring awareness in that way, so I'm curious what is it that has brought you into the realm of um, working in sexuality specifically, but more in that love um the love relating embodiment work
2: great question um gosh, I mean my. My journey started from when I was very young. I had a lot of different psychic experiences and not really being able to make sense of those. You know, you go through your 20s kind of numbing things out and I suppressed so much of myself. I suppressed my emotions. Um, you know, I had my own traumas and beliefs that we had to deal with, that we all have from our conditioning, our childhood, our past lives. Um, I had some big catalysts in my life to really propel my intuitive gifts. So yeah, my friend died when I was 19. I had lots of um, mediumship stuff come through after her passing. Um, and it, to be honest, it really freaked me out. I, I didn't know where to take that. So yeah, a lot of my 20s numbing out. And then had a huge catalyst with one of my relationships in 2012 so you know we all speak about 2012 in being a huge catalyst for a lot of a lot of you know star seeds and um and spiritual people kind of coming online if you like and that was definitely one for me so relationships have always been my biggest catalyst for growth like you know you get to rock bottom you know all we're really searching for is love and union and connection and intimacy and you know through that relationship I really I really saw contrasting sides you know there was this side of me that I thought I was you know the ego the identity that I'd created but then through that relationship all these other things had come out about who I actually was and how I was showing up and my behaviors and and I was like what like I it just blew my mind of but this is who I always thought I was. But actually, I'm all these things, and actually some of those things are I don't like. There's shame attached to those things, you know? So one thing led to another, I got massive spiritual downloads. One night, um, I started looking into numerology, and then um, and then I got some signs from what I know now as my angels, and then one thing led to another, and I um I yeah, I was just kind of weird. Things happened. People showed up. People directed me to certain things. You know, all the like, this person existed and then they didn't exist. Vibes. It was there was a lot of unexplained experiences for me during that time. Like, you need to go down this route. You need to explore your 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 spirituality and something that I'd suppressed. So, yeah, cut a long story short. I I went to a psychic school. I opened up my psychic abilities. Um, I then found a mentor to teach me within Reiki and energy healing, um, meditation. So I just followed my my own path. And and I guess I was at that point just searching for something, you know, like I knew there was something there that I needed to to explore. And this this was all in London. And then I'm, when I came back to Australia, um, which is about eight years ago now, I just continued that. So again, continued my own healing journey and then trained in all the modalities that really helped me so theta meditation reiki energy healing um gosh what else art therapy I mean so many of them um and then again subsequently other relationships kind of came into play and you know one relationship I was really guided to to really harness a lot of my self-worth and self-love like I got that message really strongly and Moving into the sacred sexuality piece, to be honest, that was kind of like the last piece of the pie. I felt like I had to go through all of this deep learning through theta, shifting my beliefs, um, past lives, um, all these different things that I then trained in to then be shown. And it's like it's like the door wasn't really open for me until that point. And this was a few years ago. Again, another relationship catalyst um and I think that relationship the the sexuality piece came out really strongly because at the end of that 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 experience I was left again really looking at the mirrors and the reflections of where I still needed to heal like what was still coming up for me you know what needs did I not get met what were my expectations where was I not clear with my intentions within that because there was a disconnect, right? Our intentions were not aligned. Minds, I feel, were pure, and that person's was was not. So, where that misalignment really showed up for me was sexually. You know, I look back, and um, there was experiences after we'd um, after we had physical intimacy. The whole next day, I was just drained emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and I'm like, what is going on? what What is this? Like it i I couldn't really make sense of it. and then I really sat with spirit and um and then after we had ended things, um I, I was getting very clearly this person is um is using sex magic. So you know, again, that just really opened my door like sex magic. what sex magic? What is that? I mean, sounds interesting, but scary. and and I just went down this whole like rabbit hole in the last two years of. Where we all have a, a sexual wound, we all have a love wound, we all have this wound of separation of, um, of, yeah, of looking for l- those lusty things and not really like coming from the heart. Um, so, yeah, so much talk, there was so much from that relationship that came up, even, even to the point, I'm not going into too much detail here, but I'm an open book. So here we are. Even to the point where, you know, it was very confusing because, you know, our felt our connection during conversation was was really on point. But again, looking back, I was like, oh, OK, I can see the energy vampirism and where my projections, I fell into that. You know, I was projecting onto them what I believed them to be. And I had not set my intentions fully, fully clear. So, you know, huge responsibility for my part of where I showed up in this dynamic. And even to the point of sex, sex was kind of somewhat disjointed. Even that they didn't like to do eye contact through certain positions. And I was like, okay, where are you afraid of the intimacy here? You can have the physical intimacy, but I want to go on these deep, deep, deep levels of emotional connection and 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 really merging our, our energies because I've had so many amazing experiences actually, healing experiences. And this person, it was like it was like two different experiences with normal relating within sex. And it wasn't really until I was out of it that it really all kind of made sense. Um and even, you know, conversations we had about trying out Tantra and things were came from that situation. So, you know, I thank that experience because he was a gateway for me to really explore this. And that was my next, my next opening of my spiritual evolution and and the things that I know I'm really here to help with. Um and sex and love are synonymous, you know. Like the biggest things that I've had to heal have been relationship wounds, you know, wounds with my own self, wounds with my ancestral line, all all around that, you know, fear, shame, guilt. It all stems from 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 people, right? Relationships. So yeah, that's where I've done the majority of my work. Um, and yeah, and since then I've done so much stuff around sacred sexuality and. Um, orgasmic manifesting I've created my own system of meditation so orgasmic meditation so actually using that life force that creative sexual life force energy and using it to to harness a greater space and peace for myself so yeah like fundamental change in the last two years Um, I understood the nature of um of sexual energy transference and how I had taken on all of his stuff I was transmuting all of his shit his baggage his traumas his addictions the things that I was consciously unaware of I was transmuting them through my 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 physical vessel in my field so yeah energy vampirism like all the things then just was were like showing up in my reality and I'm like okay this is what I'm here to do you know and you know we, we look at sex and sex has so much history around keeping us in lower vibrations in terms of shame and fear consciousness. And, you know, it's the history of sex and abuse and where it can be unbalanced. It can be here for healing, but it can be completely unbalanced and abused like anything. So yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I am. (laughs)
1: Well, I mean, I don't know whether I've ever really had a chance to express my story and I mean, obviously not going to go into that, but there is so many pieces that I resonate with that and in, and I'm sure many women will. And I felt like this is why I was really excited to have this conversation because um, without labeling, there are certain energies that come through into this experience to have certain experiences and to come through and change those paradigms. And I guess the priestess energy specifically is one that seems to work with love, sex, and and that transmutation through the physical body. And so my um, journey is, is has been through relationships and through um, this same kind of understanding of like, why am I getting sick? Why am I getting STIs? Like, like, why, why am I getting, um, like, things happening to my body after being with specific people? And it happened through my whole sexual, like, uh, experience where I was like, oh, this person actually makes me physically ill. Like, this is not good. <laughs> this is not a healthy choice for me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's really important. I, I believe all women have this capacity and that it is a part of us as beings. Um and and then there's the learning to really layer away the distortions the shame and um there my belief also is that there are certain bodies or vessels that have a stronger capacity with this and like you it was coming into that awakening of oh okay so everything that i thought i knew about sexuality was a lie oh okay so if Nothing that I thought was real around sexuality, then what's really the truth? And coming into a place of redefining what intimacy is and redefining, um, you know, what sensuality is and how do I want to be with another person and how do, and what feels true from a point of my heart? Like what is loving? What is um, not coming from that ego based desire or that leaky energy? Um, And I find this one of the most challenging things. I use the word intimacy a lot and people don't receive what I'm putting out. <laughs> you know, when I'm sharing around intimacy and connection, I'm realizing that most people do not see because they're still looking from their trauma-based, shame-based, guilt-based perspective and what they've been conditioned to believe for such a long period of time that they can't even comprehend the level of expansion and connection and healing and love, like love that can be shared in these moments of physical connection. And I'm not even talking about penetration, like when you can run UROS and life force energy just by gazing into someone's eyes, and you have that level of intensity and sexual energy. Um, so, what is? Because I know that like intimacy is a word that you use a bit too. What is your interpretation of intimacy? So, well,
2: there's there's so many different levels of intimacy right you know you have intimacy on a mental level which is do we have uh, mental connection and things in common you know that we can have that intellectual stimuli we have the physical intimacy which everyone is familiar with and you know that's can we share experiences you know in our physical body you know generally sex I find that today's society it's so much easier to go down that route. You know, we are, we, we have this animalistic body and, you know, we can fall into the trap of either suppressing that sexuality or, or uh, over, you know, overusing it, you know, which becomes obsession, which becomes lusty instead of really, like I said, that desire and that love. And I think probably the, the other part of intimacy is it's, you know, if you break it down it's into me, you see, right. So that's full transparency. And what I think in, you know, especially in today's society with, you know, for example, our generation, when it comes to dating and and relationships, people don't have the capacity to hold and see another fully from an emotional standpoint, because they can't even see themselves. And ultimately, that's where the work is. It's like, can I look into the deepest regions of myself and see what I've rejected, what I've shamed, what I, I've ignored in my own self? Because if I can't hold myself in vulnerability, how the hell am I going to be able to do that to another person? So, you know, I see this pattern of modern day dating where it's it's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, it, it's it's people are just having sex with no real capacity to to go deeper and have these longer term experiences because it's too difficult They don't know how to do it it's too triggering you know all of their old patterning comes up after the honeymoon phase ends and it's like hold on a minute I thought I was getting with this person but actually I'm getting this person but it's unconscious so you know unless we are all willing to do I hate to say the work right but it is it's work you know it's messy it's fun it's all the things if we're not um willing to be committed to ourself and our own growth then we're never ever going to have committed relationships you know and yeah it's, it's a problem it's a problem you know like modern day society is so different than you know our parents age and our grandparents age we've completely shifted from the old role mate um dynamics of you know let's just do the masculine like male and female right to make it very easy um obviously there's so many gender fluidities but if we're looking at the norms I hate to say that as well but of you know our grandparents and our parents age it was you know that the man would go and make the money and provide the women would be the nurturer so you know the women be very in the feminine and the man would be very in the masculine and you know there wouldn't be a a complementary. Where that changed obviously was, you know, feminism in the seventies and flower power, men very much came into their feminine and, you know, like experimentation with themselves. And then women went into the workplace. So, you know, we had this mix of, um, of, of, of qualities now where it's kind of, in my opinion, shifted too much is it has shifted too much. You know, for years I was in my masculine. I completely renounced my feminine, and it's really about getting back to that balance in ourselves. Because I'm not talking about genders here. I'm talking about the energetics. We all have masculine, feminine qualities and energy within us, and a big part of my work is actually becoming coming back to that sacred union. Yes, we're looking for sacred union with another whatever that might look like energetically in the physical plane you know um with with love but we need to really bring that that yin yang back to to ourselves and I think another another issue that I see in 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 society and something that I really help I guess (laughs)
1: It's absolutely beautiful, Um, the synchronicities of these podcasts, I always giggle because they are so paramount with what is going on in my life or a a conversation I had just before this, everything you said just flows on and confirms this part around my specific belief on where things are with relating and the distortions in, say, polyamory. And intimacy, like true depth of intimacy and union. And I was explaining my journey through this. Like I've been in a monogamous relationship and then I went into a poly, poly one based on my desires. And then I was in a poly one based on someone else's desires. And so I've done all of the journeying and experiencing and all of, all of the things in between and really question what is truth. And and the whole, this podcast is called Finding Union, right? It's about finding the union within so that we can have union with the world. When that came through, it was like, oh, yeah, finding union. And I didn't see it in that way because I was so attached to the idea of union with another person. Mm -hmm. And this understanding of what is that? Like what even is union? And why are we so attached to relationship? And it's this seeking to find this fullness within. And what I see, especially in this spiritual conscious relating experience is what I feel has gone too, too feminine in this flow of relating where people are not um, aware of their body, they're not aware of their sexual energy, there's this desire that sort of is, is is leaky. In my opinion, it's leaky. And I don't feel that it's a balance and I don't feel it's healthy. And I also feel that from my own experience and watching myself and then watching myself in the mirrors of my experience is that there is an avoidance to see yourself. And that's where it ultimately came down for me to come into this depth of what I believe to be more truth is if you're not willing to commit to another, you're not really willing to commit to seeing yourself.
2: 100%. And um,
1: yeah, it's it's um, because we're direct parents, right? And how are you seeing this coming through in more this sacred sexuality? How are you seeing this affect your work specifically?
2: Um, I guess it's interesting with, like you said, you know, the, the commitment thing. Um, I do a lot of work around really looking at the relationships in our life as divine mirrors you know I do believe that we come in with a sacred sexual and love wound that comes down from our ancestral line and we are here to transmute that right and what better way to do that with the distortions that come from sex and love huge right so you know even the commitment thing I look back at, at, at that previous relationship and you know what I didn't get was commitment was what I wanted but then I had to really look at myself and go oh well, where am I not committed to myself and it didn't come straight away and I was like I, it was subtle it was that you know and and the more work that you do on yourself the more that these these energetics and these distortions and these red flags about yourself you know they become they're they're interwoven so you really have to sit and sit and sit and sit and go like where where in my life is this showing up and, and of course yes there was a part of me that I was not fully committing to myself fully committing to my dreams my desires so I look at all the relationships as this divine mirror and then all of sexuality like you know if you want to find out where you still need to heal get in relationship and have sex you know it, it, they will all come out um they will all come out and and i see this happening on a bigger piece where you know we i say like i say the 3d to 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 5d matrix you know the 3d is very much we are you know in that fear stress control matrix you know and and we have been living in a masculine paradigm I lived in that paradigm for a very, very long time, and and I see the the rise of the feminine. I'm not saying the rise of women. I'm just saying the rise of the feminine energy. So, like, let's not get that twisted here. To go, oh, girls, rise up. No, like, I'm about. I'm equal opportunities. I love men. I love women. I'm, you know, we're we're all we all have these together, and we're all here to transmute the 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 wrongs that that we've done to ourselves. Right. So. Where this shows up, I think, is you know, and it's showing up in in the world forum of where sex has been used for control, greed, power, fear. You know, we've got the the suppression, the priests, the sexual abuse, the 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 the, the sex trafficking, the Epstein or whatever his name is, the Wein, Weinstein, all the Steins. You know, a guy called Jimmy Savile, which was like a kids' TV host in in the 80s in the UK like you know just look at Netflix the documentaries that are coming up showing where sex has been distorted and where you know ultimately the feminine has like the fall from Eden you know where the feminine has been kicked out of Eden for doing the wrong thing that's that's not what happens right but we've we've really I think as a society, we've, um, commended the masculine, the, the logic, the action, the work hard, the, um, the do, do, do. And we've, we've not given as much, in my experience anyway, in my lived life, we've not given, um, as much reverence and power to the intuition, the body, the flow, the, the just being, you know, like we have to do to be enough. Well, no, we just, we are enough, you know, so. This is where these distortions are, are showing up in the wider world. And, and in terms of my work, people are looking for, for love. People are are searching for divine union. People want that level of deep reverence and, and commitment. And, um and then we get into a place of, of searching for that, you know, and we get into a place of looking for these love, pleasure, um, outside of ourselves you know we live in a world of instant gratification swipey 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 you know it's it's all lust fueled but we've taken the heart out of it and for me with my experiences throughout all of my relationships it's like actually no I I I want the heart but it's like I have to give that to myself first so you know I, I I deal with other things like um, porn addiction, or, um, you know, the things that the energy drains in our life, be that people, situations, you know, and just bringing more consciousness to where these things are leaking our energy, our vital life force energy, because when we are, you know, still living in the 3d matrix, you know, drinking, partying, having casual sex, like, all these distractions and distortions to get that quick dopamine hit, you know, we're not we're not actually putting that life force back into ourselves, and energy equals life force. Like everything is energy. You know, quantum physics has proven that there is no matter and everything is energy. So, yeah, I think where it shows up for me is just trying to educate people around where they need to clear and heal, like where their distortions are, where um, their energy leaks are, where their own blocks are, because. You know, we all have our our energetic blocks, we have our emotional blocks, we have our programming, our beliefs. Those are all energy. Those are all just thought forms, energy forms. So when we clear and shift that, we can all, you know, remove these lower vibration frequencies, the shame, the guilt, the fear, like all the things that keep us stuck. I just had to go through my own process the other day around fear. Yeah, I'm still doing this, still doing it every single day, every week, things come up for me. But just giving people the tools to be able to really sit with it, recognize it, bring awareness to it, get out of their heads into their body, because that's where the magic happens, right? And we're so disassociated from our body because of our trauma and our fears and all the things. We don't want to feel it, right? But we have to feel it to heal it, you know? So then shifting all these lower vibrations out so we can actually come to an inner peace of harmony and love and joy and pleasure, but self-sourced. And then from that space, that's when we can use this creative energy to start calling things in, you know, mm. and using that sexual energy, as I said, it's, it's creative life force energy. So, you know, we create life through this huge power source of arousal and sexual energy. It's a, it's a drive for life to exist. So imagine the stuff that we can do with it. And this is something I've been playing with and exploring and, over the last two years of, you know, manifesting with it. And I've manifested some amazing things. And I'm like, did that just happen? What? what? It's crazy. It,
1: yeah, exactly. And I, that part around the life force and creative energy. And when you really truly understand the concept of that, you understand why humanity have been disconnected from their body and their there it there that is the portal to your infinite potential to right? mm-hmm. activate your life force energy and your creative energy and start to understand that as that's flowing through you and you stop disconnecting from it and you allow it through not only in sexual experiences but like i remember the very first time i felt turned on my life and i was like oh oh what is this <laughs> And I was like, oh, this is so juicy. This is like, whoa, I'm like turned on by these trees. What is going on? And it it was such a new reality for me to experience. And then just learning to hold myself in that. And um, even though I've been embodying this and working with this and working with others to clear porn addiction and shame and, you know, sexual trauma and all the different things that suppress in that sacral chakra that womb space which is in men and women energetically okay. um and as we as i'm also confirming we are not talking about men and women in this we're just talking about masculine and feminine energies because mm-hmm. it's really important so that your mind doesn't start to point the finger um but that balancing out of lost power and shame and prosecution for sexual potency like some of the the journeys that I've gone through within myself and then with also others to understand, oh, wow, if that's why, you know, our mind has been pulled away to look at sex in this lusty way because it's completely away from the heart. It doesn't have that mind-heart coherence at all. Mm -hmm. And um, when you're disconnected, then you're not in your full potential either and i've just started it which i can't believe like i kind of laughed at myself i got this new morning routine and it was to sit in my kundalini and my sexual energy and like breathe for 25 minutes every morning i'm like why wouldn't i do that every day like my brain was kind of like how come you haven't (laughs) done this every morning of course connecting to your truest authentic self your connection to life force which is creator and so the more that we remove these belief systems and these distortions that create that inner union i feel the more that potency of this energy flows through the body as well um and it's like that internal pleasure when you can allow that internal pleasure and this might be confronting for some people to hear but um when i started to really allow this energy through and surrendering to it and opening and just letting go of all the stories, I felt as though creator, I made love with creator. Like I literally felt like I was in a moment of bliss where creator penetrated me in a moment of divine union. 100%. and Yeah, and I was like, why would I ever, why would I ever go back to human sexual distorted interactions? Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't do it like i can see it's so damaging to the body it's not fulfilling it's not yummy it's like there's no connection there's no um, like I, for me at this point and i'd love to know your personal journey and the people that I sort of work with that have come into this connection with themselves is that it feels like a disservice to myself and others if i was to even go into that and my body it's it's kind of like just having you know like not even eating it's not even as good as eating <laughs> like because at least i can be present with food but it it feels so low vibrational now that i wouldn't even put energy into it 100 percent. yeah
2: it is and it's about i guess what i see is You know, I've had people come to me and they're going through, there are certain things with these unhealthy relationships that they keep on, you know, attracting and accepting into their field. And there's a lot of sexual distortions there. There's cheating. There's a a bunch, a myriad of things. Right. And it's once you start to do this work on clearing your own field where you don't have the distortions, you're clearing out the hooks, the contracts, the ties, the cords, the you know we hold so much in our like i said our energetic womb especially as women we are a vessel ultimately if you look at it from that perspective once we clear that out um and our old beliefs and all the things like you're right it doesn't feel good to to align it's like we have more value and worth and that's a lot of the work that i do it's actually about coming back to ourselves and a back to self-love and being of value of ourselves and being just super intentional because the more that we are in align with our own energy, the more we are, we know what feels good and what doesn't feel good. And because we have been so disconnected to ourselves of our feelings, our senses, our emotions, we are, are looking for that connection through sex, you know, that lusty sex. Because in that moment, we feel like connection because sex and orgasm ch- alter our state of consciousness. You know, we go into a theater brainwave, we, you know, we it can be for healing we we go up to the place of bliss during orgasm they say it's like the little death because it's the point where your ego completely surrenders your identity for those moments you're in bliss and you're completely surrendered you can't think do anything you are you know you are not your you, you are in complete union with yourself with another and, and with spirit so i can see why it has is, is addictive right but as I said, the more that you do this work and you become conscious, the more that you cannot have unconscious sex. So, like I, I've been on a conscious celibacy journey. It's been two years, two years since my last experience, where you know, the yoni said no. The yoni said no. This this is not an alignment. I, it is not happening. I cannot have th- this misaligned energy anywhere near my field, let alone in my body. And it's now at that place where if, if I don't feel safe for you to, for you to love me, then you can't have my body, you know? And I'm not saying like, this is for everyone, like, you know, be at your own will of, you know, what you want to do with casual sex. But what I will say to people is, and what I do say to people is be really intentional about it. Like before you go into any kind of sexual encounter, have a conversation about like, what are our intentions? Are they even aligned? You know, I, I want commitment, let's say. And what does that actual commitment look like and feel like for me? Let's talk it out because commitment to one person and commitment to another person can be very two different things, you know. And let's see if we're actually on the same page about what we can both put into this experience. And if it is a short lived, um, you know, just a sexual experience, then, you know, learn the tools that I teach, which is energy protection, um, you know, energy clearing, sexual energy clearing, releasing cords, like all the things yoni steaming, all this stuff that you know can help release inevitably the, um, the, the 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 DNA and the the energetics and the beliefs and the emotions that we take in from other people. Like I describe it as, you're plugging your phone into someone else's computer, and it can download great files. You know, if there's love and presence there, but it can download corrupt files. So just know what you're allowing into your, your, your being because we, we will absorb all of that, you know, like we, and also the thing as well, like getting back into our hearts, like is a big thing. Our heart is the biggest compass for alignment, you know, energetic, energetically. Does this person feel good for me? Is this person aligned for me? Or am I believing what I'm seeing, what I'm hearing, what they're saying? Mm-hmm. You can tell me anything. And because we've been taught to interpret, um, information with the mind and that mind is lies to us it's based on our experiences, which, you know, and our beliefs and our programming, which 75% are, are not, are limiting, right? So once we actually learn to tune into our heart and there's amazing technique that I do to tune in and see what I get back vibrationally because energy doesn't lie so I think you know if anyone that's out there that's dating that wants to really bring in more conscious experiences then do this before you even meet someone you know or do this yeah if you're dating online or whatever just tune into your heart and then send loving gratitude from your heart to this person and then see what comes back it might be a feeling, it might be a visual, it might be just a knowing, but you know, we just have to, it's, it, it's, it's an amazing tool that we have inbuilt into us, but it takes practice, right? Cause we're so usually disconnected from it. So the more that you can do that, the better, you know? And I did that recently with someone and I tuned into their energy before we even met. And I was like, ooh, ooh, okay, on paper, amazing. <laughs> energetically anxious in my head no it's it that's not an aligned match for me and, and it wasn't mm-hmm. but I didn't waste my time it's been it's
1: such a journey isn't it and I feel like having a conversation with two women that have you know I've done everything you're saying is like the things that I teach and the things yeah. that I've gone through within myself and it's so beautiful to hear someone else say you know tune in from your heart so that's um a practice I do on and off all day with everything and getting really clear on what's my body telling me and what is my intuition telling me what is my womb telling me in specifically like really like is your is your body opening to this person like is there a sense of activation in your body um or is there some sort of contraction and closing and like what is it that you're aware of that you don't want to be aware of because your mind's telling you some story or it's or you're attracted based on some trauma bond, mm-hmm. um, and they're like the. I guess when we come into a more conscious connection of attraction, right? So the, this is how I see it. I see that we can have this more egoic based desire, mm-hmm. and there's energetic like attractions and pulls based on trauma bonds and wounding. And we will attract that. Right? We will attract the parts of ourselves that we have yet to heal. And um, you can often end up in very abusive relationships because of that. Um, I've, I've trial and tested that one. <laughs> okay, of course, yeah. um, and then there is this, like, actual magnetism from a soul um, level of connection. And... What I've also noticed is that there is the awareness that there is still wounding piece there. It's okay. just perceived in a different way. And mm-hmm. so it's depending on how aware and the lens that you're going to come from and um, the awareness of your body as well and how much work you've done. Mm-hmm. And what I've come to see, which is, is where this new part around intimacy and connection and healing and sexual energy is, has come up as a question in my, in my consciousness that I would love to discuss with you because there's not many human beings that have come to this same place of awareness. And that's why we're, you know, teaching these things to people because we're, we're in that space and we've gone through the exploration ourselves and the, the self healing to get there. But what I've started to really recognize is the ability of the say sex. I don't want to use the word sexual. It doesn't feel true. Um, sensual energy. An intimacy of touch and nurture and love and juiciness, and how healing that is for someone without the desire to have a sexual penetration mm-hmm. and the discernment of what is the attraction, like what is the need, what are we. Um, my belief at this point is that we're always exchanging DNA or codes. Mm-hmm. So, in any interaction, and sometimes our bodies will be drawn to a specific person because they've got a specific energy that we have yet to feel activated yep. in ourselves. Yep. And sometimes what I've started to see on this more higher level of experiencing is that it's just code exchange. (laughs) Like it's literally like, Oh, I've got, Oh, you're so yummy. You're yummy for my body. My body wants to be near you. And then you have maybe a dance or a connection or a cuddle puddle or, you know, there may be like that intimate hair touching or whatever. And it's really sensual and it's really deep, but you're aware of it. So instead of creating some story that maybe this is X Y and Z, or maybe they're my union, or da da da, because you're so aware of your body and you're present, and you can go, oh, okay, now it's time to pull back. Mm-hmm. There's and 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 what I've noticed with myself is that can be with a lot of people, and so it's <laughs> challenged my my you know shame stories and and my slut stories and my. Uh, previous work in the adult entertainment industry stories and <laughs> all of these different things of actually this is just love, love and connection, and there is no impurity in that. And having to come into a place of I'm coming from my mind and my heart and this is healing and this is a shared exchange and then when it's complete, the the energy dissipates yeah. and it's it's complete. Like you can feel it if you're in tune um how how yeah I would love to just hear what you've experienced and what your perspective is on that because it's one that I haven't met anyone that quite gets it yet
2: (laughs) yeah it's something that I also say it's yeah we we are here to share energetic codes but it's the discernment of it doesn't have to be in a sexual capacity You know, it's, it's sometimes it's just that meeting, but we have to have that attraction, you know, that, that magnetism because our souls are calling for these, this exchange. So it's just like you said, to a point where we become so present with what is this? You know, is this our divine union? Is this, we just need to just be in each other's presence for an hour. You know, there's, there's different levels and experiences it could just be someone passing in the street and you make eye contact there's you know what I mean it's it's we are exchanging these this energetic all the time but I think you know what we've probably both been guilty of in the past is we've explored that like we are our our sexual you know um desire has overcome us and we have not been conscious enough to go actually this, this this isn't a sexual union this is not where we need to share our codes. And and that will come out, you know, those distortions will come out very clearly and, and that will not last. So yeah, it's it's a hard one. It's, it's It's just, it is just a discernment. And as I said, the more that you're doing this work and the more that you're clearing your field, the more that you're coming from your heart, the more that you're tuning into your higher self, the more that like you'll get some clear answers around what this is meant to be. Like, as I said, you know, a month ago, this situation happened with this person and you know on paper great but then you know the energetic that came back was like oh oh no not for me but then we met but, but then the interesting thing happened was um he then messaged and said I just want to make it really clear that you know I'm 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 in this place of healing I'm not looking for a relationship he's like I'm not even saying that you are he's like but you know I'm only open to fun or just like networking and connection I'm like amazing I had already set my energetic boundaries of this is not going to be anything romantic, even if there is a sexual attraction. When I meet this person, it, it for me, I'd already cut it off. And that what that allowed him to do was come forth and meet me in that place. And I was like, oh, my fucking yes. You know, and then we met. It was just it was a it was just a beautiful, again, networking, connection, friendship, um, you know, and then he really opened up about his stuff you know his his his
1: Mm.
2: where he is still in this place of 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 shadow within his sexuality and within addiction and porn and sex and all the things and I'm like yeah you were meant to show up in my world for a reason but we were never meant to you know connect in that way and I look back on on a lot of my old old relationships I had I had attracted a lot of people that had been in the sex industry in some way, shape or form. You know, some of my old partners were escorts and strippers. Like that, that was a the theme for me, right? In my twenties. There was a theme there. I was ne- it was never a place that I was, but there was something from that place that we had to share from, um, you know, like equally our wounding within um we were we were beautiful mirrors towards each other. And I feel you know, this isn't the case for everyone, but, you know, a lot of people that go into the sex industry, I mean, obviously you have your experience yourself, but, you know, it lends itself to a lot of manipulation, a lot of abuse, you know, where we have a wounded part, um, you know, where we maybe have some sexual shame, where we maybe put our validation in self in sex. And I know from the conversations and the the openings that I've had with my, old, my ex-partners, huge amount of stuff there, huge amount of stuff, you know. So, yeah, I don't have to answer your question.
1: I remember what my question was? I was just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But, but I think the
2: discernment, the discernment around where, yes. we and
1: yeah. that just—I mean, that discernment and the piece that really, um, what you shared around being really aware of what is this. And I feel like this is really important. It's like also don't limit yourself, but you know, we all know. It's the story as well. It's like you can know what you know in this moment and still be open to possibility. And it's when you tune into something, having an awareness that that person really isn't the person that your mind's wanting to create an illusion or a story around which mm-hmm. then creates the suffering because you know it's not in alignment, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, you, and you're and you not listening. And I'm, yeah, as you said, like we've journeyed that. <laughs> we've trial and tested it. So it's like coming into a place of knowing and being really clear in your own intentions and your boundaries and your needs and your expectations and going through this conscious um place within yourself that you can either choose to share or not share it doesn't have to be shared and finding whatever that truth is in your knowing in your body and often exactly with what you said is once you know that clearly and you're and you accept it and you see that awareness the things in your outside world will always Mm-hmm. rearrange mm-hmm. to solidify that you um what well, you know like i just in relationships every time I've gone oh this relationship's come to a close even if I haven't spoken into it done absolutely nothing something in the external experience happens to show me that that relationship has come to a close and I'm like oh, okay thank you because you Taking the time to be with the self, to honor the self, to feel into the body the intuition, and um, not allowing the, the the mind to create something that isn't a reality. like it isn't a true reality. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: it's, yeah, that's huge. even that experience that I that I just had a month ago, you know, even though I, I, I trusted and I surrendered to my intuition and what it was telling me about this person. You know, and I was like, okay, that's cool, sweet. We haven't met yet. But then I realized I had already created a story Mm -hmm. about what I knew about this person and about the things that I projected onto them. And then I had to go through a bit of a a grief process, a sadness process around the reality that I'm now trusting myself and not just going into an old story. It was, yeah, it was a real like quite unexpected um yeah, a grieving of just letting go of of what I thought it could be. And then I realized, you know, actually I'd gone into other relationships just based on that projection and that story, not really within truth for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: that's why it's so, so key, you know, and and I think once we we all start to do more work on ourselves and come back to that place of our heart, we're not gonna be out there hurting each other, you know through these distortions because that's what it is you know like we are and we are energetically bonded when we you know have feelings for someone or when we're physically intimate with someone we have these energetic um ties right and unless we do some work to clear those out those are draining us impacting us in so many ways so you know I feel like I I, you know this is my utopian belief of really where I why I do this work and why where I want to get humanity to it's like we're all growing through pain and suffering right now right because we're doing the shit to each other unconsciously but if we get to a place where we are so conscious and we are having that open communication and we are all just coming from a place of real like reverence and love for ourselves and for everyone else then we are as a species maybe not in our lifetimes granted but you know, as a species, we are going to get to a place where we're actually growing and evolving our soul through love and harmony and balance and joy and pleasure and, you know, at its at its highest states. And I'm like, I want that. That's what I want. I don't want this, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And that's juicy. And like you said, you know, having that, that experience with, you know, like you felt like you just like orgasmic with life. I have all the time now. And it's like everything, like I've been on a juice cleanse and then I ate something this morning at the cafe and I was like, oh, I literally had like a mouthgasm and I was messaging my friend and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Just, you know, all the things and, you know, and the stuff we can have with energy orgasms and all this other juicy stuff that we can explore because, you know, we are, he- we are here to live, orgasmic life right we are here to live in love and pleasure in the highest forms of what that looks like we are not here to live in pain and suffering I have lived in that paradigm that is not where I want to be um mm. but you know that we shift ourselves and the people will be attracted to us that want to shift and then you know it's a ripple effect right like 100% and
1: yes 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 the main message I've been really wanting to get out fits with exactly that is we don't have to choose the story of pain and suffering. We don't even have to go through the perspective of healing from the shadow. There is a point where you can go, actually, I can heal in expansion. I can heal from the juicy orgasmic part of experiencing in flow and ease because if you continue to choose that, what happens is automatically those distortions will come up and they'll fall away. And they don't have to necessarily be done. Like there is the, the feel it to heal at peace, but it doesn't actually have to be done in all like you can give it up with ease. And, and there's, there's a lot of distortions in that, but I know through my own experience, the more that I've just been willing to not resist the shadow, it can be very easeful and joyful and you can focus on the expansion side whilst witnessing the shame, mm-hmm. you know. You can be in both of those things and experience heaven on earth in that way and so I really appreciate that piece and um, I'm aware of time and I want um, anyone who has um, listened and really resonates with you as much as I resonate with you. <laughs> To know where they can reach you, what works you have in the process, and what offerings, um, so they can get in contact.
2: Sure. So um I'm updating my website at the moment, but you can get me on Instagram. I am Gillian Kane. That's G-I-L-L-I-A-N-K-E-N-E. Um, Facebook, Gillian Kane. Um, my website is the So My surname is Kane, and I'm on my connection. Um, But yeah, I'm doing a lot of iterations with my website. So I'll, you know, I'll put a lot of stuff on my Instagram mostly. I do have TikTok as well. So all of those channels you can find me on. I'm doing online workshops every month. So 90 minutes, two hour workshops, different topics. So I I did a big one around truth and really clearing Um, that around our sacral and our our throat Um, I've done stuff around heartbreak and really understanding your 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 patterns your familiar patterns Um, so it's just whatever I'm guided to Uh, I'll have workshops every month but yeah I'll post them on Instagram I'm also taking on a few new clients I've had a few spots open up for a new one-on-one program so it's a three-month program all around love, relationships, sexuality. So it's really in three parts: clearing out of your blocks, um, your patterns, your dynamics um, on on all levels, beliefs, emotional, all the things. Really finding out what your where your wounding is, where your blueprint, where your, your your sacred sexuality wound is. So a lot of awareness around that, clearing all of that out, and then moving into expansion, using your sexual energy for for expansion and then creation. Um, so yeah, there's definitely opportunity to further work with me after those three months where I'm putting another program together that is just going to be really, really deep in, deep diving into the orgasmic manifesting and the mindful masturbation piece, because these are two practices that are just phenomenal. So powerful self love, coming back to yourself and, and, and realizing your full potential. You know, when we clear out all this shit, we, like I said, there's so much that we can draw in. And, you know, that's not just a conscious relationship with another, that's a conscious relationship to yourself. And then that's whatever that looks like, you know, more money, more, more, you know, finding your purpose, your career. Yeah, it goes into all these different elements, right? But it starts with you, right? So.
1: And I can really attest to that
2: um,
1: in my own personal journey. Like, I cannot recommend. Um, doing a three month commitment to work on this because you will remember your purpose. You'll connect with your authentic self and you will start to have that level of self-love by clearing out these pieces and connecting to that life force energy um it's super super duper powerful and i will link all of your um contacts in mm-hmm. the description boxes um so make sure you follow jillian um thank you beautiful beautiful goddess for your wisdom it was so nice to see a, a mirror of all of the yummy wisdom in this in this space and for people to um I guess receive something that will for some people it's gonna be super challenging to receive some of these thoughts or it's gonna be really mind blowing and they're gonna feel that activation in their body and that's what this is about for me is activating people into, oh, well, oh, okay, I really felt that. Um and that feels like truth for me. And so now I've got that whisper to go and connect with Jillian or um find someone that really resonates in that space. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much, beautiful soul. I appreciate you. Um,
2: yeah. Thank you. No, I've loved it. I was like very excited about. This has been a long time coming. So it was just everything fell into perfect synchronicity with timing. And yeah, I love it. Vibe you. Love it. Love you. Love you. <laughs> uh, (laughs) until
1: next time this has been the finding union podcast thank you for watching make sure you subscribe and support and create the ripple effect for raising the consciousness on the planet